It's the state of Victorian greyhound racing and the stories behind the sport. This is RSN 927's Off The Leash. And there's so many great stories in the sport of greyhound racing at the, the moment and it's time for Off The Leash and it's time to say a very good afternoon to Molly Haynes from GRV. Hello, Molly. Hey, Gareth. How are you going? I'm very well. I love our first guest today, Cliff Davenport, a veteran, a Vietnam veteran, of course, um, it was Anzac Day there on Saturday, and I think it's the most important day on the, um, the calendar from a national point of view anyway, as we remember the, the soldiers, men and women, that, that, that fought for this country. And Cliff did just that over there in Vietnam. And he's also got a greyhound called Untold Soldier, and there's a story behind this greyhound. And Cliff is now with us. He's our first guest on Off the Leash today. Good afternoon to you, Cliff. Thanks for your time. Yeah, good afternoon. Yeah, Cliff, it's Molly here. I um, I wanted to, I suppose, take the opportunity to thank you so much for coming on to the show and, and explain to us about how Untold Soldier um, ended up with his name. Well, I joined the Army when I was 17, and all the instructors and all the uh, older soldiers were in World War Two and Korea. They all had a story to tell, you know, individuals. And I think a lot of the stories never been told, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, you know, some of them were good and some of them were bad. But um, they've all got a story to tell, I think. Yeah, and Anzac Day is such a special day and an important day for our nation. Um, obviously, it was a little bit different this year, Cliff, but I was working on Saturday morning doing RSN race day morning. I was up nice and early, and it was it was quite moving to see young the people of um, the, the younger generation, the older generation, head out the front of their houses with their candles and pay tribute. Yes, yeah, it was very moving, really. It's, uh, you know, it's a shame that it happened for them, but well, it's always next year. Exactly. Okay. Now we've got you've got a really, really exciting greyhound on your hands, Cliff. But he's not the first dog to have um, a fair bit of success in your eyes. You used to own a greyhound by the name of D Winter. You told me um, yesterday you ran third in a Melbourne Cup. You won a Terrelgan Cup. Can you talk me through just how um, how exciting that was to be a part of in in 2010? I think it was he was running around. Yeah, 2010. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. No, he was a good dog. He won the Trelgan Cup, then he went third in the Melbourne Cup, then he went for the Oyster Egg in uh, Hobart. He, he broke the track record on the first run of the heat, but he got a bad box in the final and went fourth, I think he did. And then after that, he broke down. He uh, pulled a muffin and he couldn't race again, but he was a good dog. He won a lot of money. Yeah. He won over 100,000 around that figure. Was he your favourite so, greyhound? Oh, yes, he was, and I think this one he's uh, equal, but he just can't run as far. You know, he's a three ninety to four ten dog, where um, he went either five twenty five dog. You know, can run the distance. That's the only difference between the two of them, I think. Absolutely. Now, Untold Soldier, he's had 63 starts for 30 wins and 22 minor placings. And look, um, the trainer, David Gill, um, said to me, Molly, you have to have a chat to Cliff. 
he's, this dog has um, won his 30th race at Shepparton last week. It's coming up to Anzac Day. He's a Vietnam veteran, and I think we, you have to have him on to, to have a chat about how special that week was. So were you, oh, I suppose, how did you celebrate after um, Untold Soldiers' 30th win in, in such a fitting week to do so? Well, we didn't. We don't. I don't drink anymore. I used to be a heavy drinker in the old days, but these days I don't drink at all. But, um, no, I know we just had a good meal and a bit of a chat afterwards. Uh, it was a good day. It's a good day every day. He wins. Actually, it, uh, he's a really good dog. Hey, um, obviously David Gill's a wonderful trainer, but he's maybe concentrating on a couple of nice races, including the Cannibal Sprint coming up at Geelong. Um, Cliff, you must be looking forward to that. Yes, yes, we are, actually. Well, I think now, the... Uh, oh, sorry, Cliff. I think he'll have a run before then, maybe at Shepparton, I don't know, at this stage. I think he'll be in Shepparton next run. He likes Shepparton. He does. He proved that last week with a really, really impressive 30th win. But Cliff, last question from from me. I don't know whether Gareth has any more. But when you're when you're watching Untold Soldier race, is it is it a reminder of everything that you you've been through and and I suppose the you know the the good times that you now have? Yes, yes, it is. It, uh, you can just sit back now and. Watch a check come in every week. It's quite good. <laughs> <laughs> I did have race horses at one stage, but they get very expensive. And when you retire, it's pretty hard to keep up the payments. Yeah. Where with a dog, it's a different story. You know, they're a bull man sport, and you can win money out of them. Now, you can have a lot of fun, Cliff, and it looks like you're having just that, especially with the greyhound that means so much to you with his name, and he's producing on the track as well, Untold Soldier. Hey, we wish you the best of luck in the future, yeah. mate. And, Cliff, we thank you for the service to, to this country, and we appreciate you coming on, on Off the Leash this morning or this afternoon. Yeah, thanks very much. Thanks for calling. There's Cliff Davenport. Great story there, Molly. Great to catch up with Cliff. Oh, it was. And, look, when David Gill called me um, the other day to say that I had to um, I had to make this call and, and do this interview, it was... It was so good to hear. I love it when people come to me um, with story ideas, and uh, so there's a lot of things that you know I can't get to. So it's just it's fantastic that people have kind of got my back when it comes to these stories. But what, what a fantastic angle, and, and so fitting with Unsold Soldier winning that 30th mm. race um, in in the lead up to Anzac Day. It was a, a really really special one, and and I think now people are going to watch Untold Soldier with a bit of a different view on on the story behind the dog because I I didn't even put two and two together until David Gill had called me about it. So I do have to say a big thank you to David Gill for that. And we're now joined by Georgie Ferrugia for Off The Leash. G'day again, George. G'day, guys. How are you? Great interview. Yeah, there's plenty to have a chat about. We, 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 we talked to Alan Clayton late last week regarding prize money changes in Victoria. And it's the the... the the races in the, the lower classes, that prize money doesn't change. It's just to the top-end races. But that's understandable in our current climate, Molly, first of all. Can you just talk us through a few of the prize money changes coming um, coming up in, in greyhound racing? Absolutely. Look, like you mentioned, the changes have been made to that top-end of, um, of greyhound racing. So we're talking the Warnable Cup, the, the Sapphire Crown, Harrison Dawson, Sandown Cup and, and Bendigo Cup as well. But 
we've um, we've got the prize money breakdown, which you're kind of taking around. You know, the the Warnable Cup was worth sixty seven thousand dollars in total, um, and this year we're now looking at forty five thousand. And I think from the people I've been talking to, it's the people are understanding the need to have made that cut uh, for the cuts to be made. I think. Although we love running for fantastic prize money, it's still it's fantastic that we're still able to actually run these races, and we're able to put so much into it from you know a media and comms point of view. It's you know we're going to have probably you know some of the best coverage we've ever had for a country cup, um, you know heading into Warnable. So it's it's great that people are able to to come on board when it comes to these changes, and that we haven't taken off like we haven't taken anything off people, which I think is is the main aspect there. Georgie? Yeah, it's a, look, it's a necessary evil, unfortunately. It's just the, the, the way we're living in now that, as, as Molly said and summed it up perfectly, at least we've still got these races on. And um, prize money is fantastic, but to actually still say that you've won a Sapphire Crown or a Sandown Cup or, or a Harrison Dawson, I think, means a lot to people to still have that trophy um, sitting in their cabinet at home. So, yeah, while some of these have been hit, uh, fairly hard, I suppose, uh, in regards to the, the revised uh, prize money. Um, at least we've got racing. As we said, we unfortunately, we, w- we won't get to see a, a golden Easter egg this year in New South Wales, which is um, really, really disappointing. But, you know, they're, they're, uh, I can understand where they're coming from as well. But, um, look, I think GRV have done the right thing here, keeping the prize money the same for as long as they can for the rank and file of every single race and then just take a little bit off the top and... Um, yeah, look, I've spoken to a few people about it. I haven't I seriously haven't heard one person say that I think this is the wrong move. I think yeah, everything's understandable, and uh, we'll just have to deal with it while we can. Um, and geez, I'm looking forward, and we'll have a chat about the Warnable Cup in um, after the next race at Hillsville. But boy, isn't that going to be some particular series, the Warnable Cup, with the heats coming up this Thursday? But what about Jim Sardashian? I remember. Um, Jamie Ennis, I think it was during one of the the nights there of the Australian Cup Carnival, and um, that greyhound went around, and I don't think it won, but Jamie walked past me and said, this will be the best dog in this country in six to seven months' time, and he might just be right, Molly. Absolutely. Look, I think when Jamie Ennis comes out and says something like that, you stop and you take notice. And I don't think I've met anyone who would disagree. I think when Jamie says something like that, you're thinking, okay, I want to be around this dog. I want to be watching this dog. I want to know everything about this dog. And look, Jim Zardashian, he absolutely flew at Bendigo. He broke, he broke Flynn's track record over the 425. It's now 2337. Look, the great, he absolutely flew. We put the replay on JRV's socials and it, it just went off. People love seeing fast dogs. And I, I think it's so good to see this dog do it at just 14, in his just 14th career start. Yeah, absolutely, guys. And, and, and what's really impressive, if you have, like, a guide there, trainers will tell you, if you can run home in around the 12.50 or a little bit lower, you're going to be a good 500-metre dog. This dog got home in 12.10, which is just insane. I mean, that's the, it's just an incredible effort by uh, Jim Zardashian. Whether he's going to go right to the top, um, that's the question mark now. He's certainly got the ability to. Now he's got to mix it with the best. But when you're running times like that, you're, you're sort of halfway home. So well done to Brooke and Jamie. They've certainly got a good one. They've had a good week. Can anyone beat Tigalong Tonk in the Warnable Cup? It's going enormous, isn't he? Uh, 24.85 yeah. odd again. 
Uh, we've seen uh, a greyhound zipping Zabo come out and run low 25 seconds. I thought that might have been close to the best of the night at Warrnambool and out comes Tigalong Tonk from 24.85. Absolutely redlining at the moment and the way he's racing and beginning, more importantly, to keep out of trouble, I think he's clearly the one to beat. Do you think he can get beat or is, is he just a, um, a put-in, take-out type of um, bet there come the, the Warrnambool Cup, Molly? I think he's a huge chance. He's he's just got country cup racing down to a fine art. He he was absolutely dominant at Horsham, and I think um, he's going to do much the same at Warrnambool. His first look was was phenomenal, and and I think he's only going to improve as as he, his second look comes around. But can you imagine if the likes of Jim Zardashian turn up, or or even Crimson Vixen? She may not be the fastest, but the crowd well. The crowd at home, I should say, the, the punters and the, the Greyhound fans at home are going to be so behind Crimson Vixen. She's their local hero, trained locally down in Warrnambool by Hall of Famer Norm McCullough. So that'll be fantastic to uh, to see if she she is in those heats. I know that was the plan, and and I mean, wouldn't it, wouldn't it be nice to see even the likes of Simon Told Helen and, and Who Told Stevie? I feel like I haven't seen them for a little while, but it would be good to see them go around Warrnambool, wouldn't it, George? Yeah, absolutely. They are obviously uh, very, very good animals. And uh, you're right, even though there won't be a crowd, it'll be very, very different-looking Warnable this year. Obviously, with the May Carnival and the horse racing, they get a massive crowd. But you still feel the weight of the locals, uh, certainly in Crimson Vixen's corner, that's for sure. She's got such great splits there. Um, and she made it last year as well. She's made a few country cups, so Crimson Vixen, she's been an absolute star. They're going to have to beat the Tonk the way he's going at the moment, that's for sure. Uh, <laughs> Corey Grenfell's team is going enormously well and headlined by this greyhound who's just taken all before him in the last couple of weeks. And hey, you know, Georgie. Another really quick thing. The, uh, yeah. we're, we're also changing the, uh, well, the, time, the time of the race meeting, I believe, has been changed. It's now a twilight um, time frame for that Warnable Cup heat um, so that we're able to have it on Sky One. So coverage for the Warnable Cup heat, I believe, is going to be on Sky One, which is really, really exciting. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Should be a wonderful series. What about a dog to follow before Hillsville comes up? Yeah, I'll, I'll kick off first. I like one that won a maiden final at um, Sandown uh, on Thursday called He Shall Blitz. He's out of Don D. Osprey, who took out a Top Gun, and she, uh, Shall She Rock is his mum, who was a terrific middle distance to distance stayer. Um, and, look, this Greyhound's run home time was really good. I think when he steps, steps up over a bit uh, longer ground, He's going to be pretty impressive. He ran 29.61 in a real quality maiden final. So he shall blitz for me. Now, I just need to pat myself on the back because I think last week, um, George and I, dogs to watch, both came up against each other. George told me that old school cool couldn't continue his winning streak. (laughs) And he did. So I made sure as soon as he won, I I just flipped a quick text over to George and and announced myself as as the chief tipster for off the leash. Absolutely. Um, But I'm going to go with the same kind of pattern. I'm looking at a dog with consecutive wins. And I really, really like this dog, Aston Dynamo, for Paula Bella. I know he has won six on the trot. He is going for for number seven at Ballarat on Saturday night. But he's gone so close. He went so close to that Bendigo track record. He's he's always thereabouts. I'm really excited to see him back. Um, on on the city circuit, I think he he was quite unlucky in a few of his starts at the Meadows and Sandown. So I think he's um, he's up against an, a nice field at Ballarat on on Wednesday night to another dog of um, uh, another dog that's unbeaten in about six starts too. So it'd be great to see um, see those two go out on um, yep. at Ballarat on Wednesday night. Thanks for that, Molly. Thanks for that, Georgie.
Thank you. Thank you.